What is up, my Gungans? This is Derek. And this is Harry. And we're the hosts of the Best Girl Brothers podcast. And today is going to be a shorter episode where we'll be going over the first ever Star Wars anime, Star Wars Visions. And once again, we hope to help you guys understand Star Wars a little bit more and be able to appreciate Star Wars as much as we do. But first, let's go over some Star Wars quick facts to get started. Let's do it. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast, your home for Star Wars news and more. Okay, Harry, what is your quick fact for this week? Alrighty, so my quick fact here, I mean, all most of us here do know that Disney bought out Star Wars back mm-hmm. in 2012. But uh, the Disney Company acquired Lucasfilm for a deal worth over $4.05 billion in cash and stock. I didn't That's know. not bad. Yeah. Um, first of all, I didn't know it was that much. But since then, the deal has been regarded as one of the best acquisitions in the history of corporate America. And as of October 2012, Disney began expanding the Star Wars franchise with you know the sequels and mm-hmm. the new TV series like The Mandalorian, Bad Batch, Visions, and so on and so forth. And just merchandise. I see so many people with Grogu merchandise. I think Grogu has just been the big hit for the last two years. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, I'll see people wearing masks with Grogu. There's a coworker of mine who has hand sanitizer, like a mini hand sanitizer attached to um, one of his, uh, you know, part of his lab coat. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it has Grogu on it. And I was like, oh, sweet, dude, you got, you know, you're a Mandalorian fan, Grogu. And he's like, honestly, he goes, no, I don't know much about Mandalorian. It was a little embarrassing, but it was funny as heck. But uh, he's like, no, I just, it, I just thought it looked good. And he's like, and it's Baby Yoda, so why not? Yeah. And so that's how he put it. But, I mean, people are just buying Star Wars merchandise. I, I feel like especially – since the Force Awakens came out back in 2015, that so much merchandise has been purchased through you know through Disney for Star Wars, it's been absolutely incredible. Um, but that's my quick fact for for today. Um, oh, another another big thing with uh, this quick fact here um, is, and even though it's 4.05 billion dollars, I mean that's a lot of money for just about anybody who hears that amount, but. The fact that it wasn't even higher than that, just for how much of a success the franchise of Lucasfilm has been, yeah, seriously, is is incredible that it, that the deal was only that much money. Yeah, but anyway, Derek, what is your quick fact, dude? Yeah, well, um, it's not really necessarily a quick fact; it's more of just news, yeah. Star Wars news, mm-hmm. which I think is important to to know. Um, but yesterday, and this isn't the Star Wars news, but yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, Lucasfilm um, gave me a, a pretty good birthday present. Yeah. Um, they announced when The Book of Boba Fett will start um, airing. Yeah. And when the the series will premiere. And that's going to be December 29th, so three months from yesterday. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a good Christmas present for me, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, well, I'll be on Disney Plus on December 29th, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for it. So that's going to be awesome. Um, they released art f- of the Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, we're going to be putting it up on our Instagram account. So make sure to check there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see it. Oh, so am I, dude. 
just with how the season finale of um, season two of Mandalorian, how that all went down. Yeah. Was it? First of all, it, well, number one, it was epic, and number two, when they announced that they were doing a series, I was, I was just like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's get this train rolling, man. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't wait till like 2024, 2025 for it. Right, like, seriously, because yeah. there are so many things that are just seems like too far away. Oh, I know, absolutely. And you see what they've come out with since that um, announcement too, because mm-hmm. they've come with Bad Batch season one. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Visions has come out, uh, and other announcements with other potential series to come in the future too. Right. You know, Lucasfilm slash well with Disney are just. I think they're just getting started. Right. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Me too. Well, that's all of our quick facts for today. So make sure to tune in next week when we give some more quick facts. Give some more quick facts. Yeah, and if you have any other quick facts that you want to mention to us, go to our website, bestcarbrothers.com, and let us know what we may know or what we may not know. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get started with episode one of Star Wars Visions, The Duel. Yeah. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. To be a part of the show, go to www.beskarbrothers.com to fill out a survey. Telling us what you want to hear, what you liked, and what you didn't. New entries will be featured in new episodes. So, log on to www.beskarbrothers.com today. Okay, so I wanted to remind everybody listening now uh, that there are spoilers in this episode because we're going to be breaking down um, episodes and things like that. And so if you haven't seen Visions Episode 1, stop, go watch it, and then come back um, because we are definitely going to be spoiling everything about this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, out of the, with that out of the way, let's dive into Episode 1. Okay. Um, now I love this episode um, and how it's put together. I am I'm 100% not an anime fan. If if you say hey you should watch this anime, I'm probably going to say hey no. Um, it's true. But this is Star Wars, so I have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I actually really enjoyed this episode. It was well put together, and it's easily obviously one of my favorite animes that I've ever seen. Um, I think um, my one of my favorite things from this episode is the beginning when the title is shown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with um, Arabesh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the alphabet that Star Wars is yeah is um, written in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Star Wars alphabet um, Arabesh is actually used in this episode to begin the uh, the uh, the story yeah um and it's the title it's actually if you spelled out the duel yeah it's pretty cool and so i thought that was cool um there's but it looks like brush strokes yeah like uh uh asian writing or something like that exactly um but yeah i just loved it because it screams star wars anime to me Mm -hmm. and i think that this episode is a perfect episode to start Oh yeah. Um start or visions off with. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. I think it's great. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um so folks, uh, in this black and white episode, because this first ep- the duel is in black and white. Uh we meet a wanderer coming up on a village and he is with his droid. This village looks like a farming village with droids being used to help farm. 
The wanderer pays for tea, and his host seems pretty chatty. Then, out of the forest comes a big tank-looking thing, and the wanderer's host explains that they are bandits that took control of an abandoned outpost after a war. Which war? Who knows? Uh, the bandits are in armor from clone trooper pieces to, to first order stormtrooper armor. They get to the middle of the village and exit the tank and start roughing up the citizens. They asked who the chief was, and a young boy comes up, likely the son of the old chief, laying on his deathbed. The young boy stands up for the village, telling the bandits that they've had enough of their treachery and that they need to leave. The bandits laugh and tell the young boy that they'll take what they want. Just then, a blaster bolt hits one of the bandits, and a battle ensues between the local militia and the bandits. Back on the hill, the wanderer is almost hit by a stray shot. During the battle, a dark figure approaches, who we learn is a Sith Lord. The, this lightsaber-wielding uh, person um, wields an umbrella-like lightsaber um, that she's easily able to block incoming fire with uh, from the militia. Uh, these block shots were redirected, and some of them hit the hut where the wanderer was. He decided to intervene. His droid was injured uh, in the redirected fire and asked the host to fix his, uh, his droid uh, in a certain amount of time uh, before the pot, which he put on the stove, um, boils. Mm -hmm. um, he then slowly walks up uh, to the Sith, who promptly attacks him. Uh, as she brings her lightsaber down on him to strike him down, the Wanderer uses the Force to catch her lightsaber blade suspended in the air between his hands. She then backs up and assumes he is a Jedi and attacks again. And just then, the Wanderer pulls out his own lightsaber, revealing his red-colored blade. Your lightsaber blade is red, the Sith exclaimed as she throws off her robe and attacks a second time. The two engage in an epic lightsaber duel and float down a river, balancing on a log. Back at the village, the rest of the bandits has subdued the village. Just then, you hear a kettle whistle. Then you see up at the hut, the host, frantically trying to finish the repairs on the droid. And then it turns on and jets out towards the village. As it nears the village, the droid launches a salvo of rockets which take out the remaining bandits, leaving the Sith Lord the lone member of these outlaws. The dueling duo continues to fight, and the rocket meant for the Sith Lord is deflected by her lightsaber. The two continue floating down the river until they come to a waterfall. The wanderer is then pushed off uh, the waterfall and survives the fall. He then hides behind the waterfall. The Sith goes down to face her enemy and destroy him. Through the waterfall, she sees his lightsaber ignited and at the ready. She jumps through the waterfall, attacking what she thinks is the Wanderer, and then, realizing that it's a statue holding the Wanderer's lightsaber, is stabbed from behind by the Wanderer. Our story concludes when the Wanderer returns to the village. The village chief thanks him for his courage and bravery and suggests that he must be one of the Jedi of legend, to which he pulls out his red lightsaber drops the Sith Lord's lightsaber on the ground and then stabs it with his own, revealing the red kyber crystal in her lightsaber. The Wanderer then 
goes to put the kyber crystal in his jacket pocket, revealing many more kyber crystals, suggesting that he is a Sith hunter. He then changes his mind and gives the kyber crystal to the small boy chief, telling him that it wards off evil. The wanderer then leaves the village, and the story concludes. Okay, so that was kind of a long synopsis, but there was a lot that went on Mm -hmm. into this episode. And like I said before, it was really well done, and I think we needed that detail. Oh, yeah, we did. To tell the story, so. Yeah, it's a whole new perspective of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, let's talk about the Sith Hunter thing Mm -hmm. that I I had talked about. Um, Like, it's interesting. Like, the Sith. Ooh, I just had this thought. Okay. So we don't know when this is time-wise. I mean, obviously, well, maybe we do. We see clone trooper helmets, we see stormtrooper helmets, and mm-hmm. we see first order stormtrooper helmets. So yeah. it suggests that it's after the fact, yeah. after you know, um, the rise of Skywalker, which could be. Yeah, it could be. But here's what I'm thinking: this is like old Republic era. Um, so the rule of two okay, yeah, yeah. Um, suggests that there's one master, one apprentice, yep. and that is the Sith Order. Mm-hmm. So what if this is the guy who's going around and taking out all of the other Sith? Other Sith, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, he we saw as we saw in the episode, he had how many Kyber crystals? It was at least a dozen. Yeah, he had he had plenty. Yeah, and so. Um. Yeah. It 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 gave, it gave me a different perspective on you know what might come about. I guess you could you could say. Yeah. But no, it was it was just interesting. I I don't think I've seen something like this exactly before. No, and and that's what I've liked about these, um, is because they're not canon. Mm-hmm. It's like the first time that Disney has produced something that is not canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it's. It's interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, <clears throat> um, for myself, well, first of all, I also, I also agree. Um, it was well done. Um, I'm definitely a bit more of an anime fan than Derek is. Um, I, I definitely enjoy Pokemon. <laughs> um, I'm not like you know the you know absolute diehard Pokemon fan, but I do, I do enjoy watching some Pokemon, <laughs> um, and some Naruto and stuff like that. Um, some of it interests me. I'm not like a huge diehard anime fan but like i mean i i really enjoy i really enjoyed um what i've seen so far with visions it's been it's been really cool um the fact that especially with this first episode the way they tailored it to make it not just seem like it was um you know an anime based show but they implemented you know anime style anime culture yeah but also star wars culture yeah and star wars style uh, I was actually, it, it may sound cliche, but I was blown away with how well done that this first episode was. The duel, and it was, in my opinion, it, it might have been a simple idea, but it was just, it was it was properly well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it was in black and white, at first, I'm going to be honest, I was like, okay, like, this must have taken place, like, you know, well, well before Anakin Skywalker or well mm-hmm. before 
Qui-Gon Jinn and, you know, all that. Kind of gave it an old kind of feeling, emotion. Yeah, but then when I saw the armor of of, of others in there, I was like, okay, maybe this isn't as, as, you know, taken back as far as I thought. But, because mm-hmm. um, like you said, we don't know the exact timeline, but we have a, we have somewhat of an idea. Yeah. Um, but, no, I was just, I was, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and it was kind of a cool way to start off start off this little series yeah you know so um but yeah honestly other than that other than that it, that's all i gotta say about it, it was it was really well done and a clever yeah. story to start it off i i agree i think that um i loved the animation mm-hmm. um but i was also with you on on the fact that you know we started out watching it and i was like okay mm-hmm. um this is gonna be a little weird like i don't know how i like the black and white mm-hmm. Um, you do see the like the reds and the greens and the blues. Yeah. And I think maybe some yellows as well, like on the droid, um, in the village, and of course the red lightsabers. Yeah. Um, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind of gives an accent. And then, of course, at the end when um, this uh, this wanderer gives the uh, the the chief boy person uh the kyber crystal when he holds it in his hands it kind of um shows red to all of it and then harry's actually figured out when this um when this time period was that it happened so yeah so um according to um the information guide for the episode it says um it's said in, in an alternate history 20 years after the fall of the feudal jedi empire um, and apparently the Sith Hunter is known as a Ronin. Ronin. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. And so, uh, yeah, so 20 years after the Feudal Jedi Empire, though. And I don't know what the Feudal Jedi Empire was. I mean, Jedi Empire just sounds a little oxymoronic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean... My guess is after the sequels, after Rise of yeah. Skywalker. I mean, it's... It's obviously in a alternate universe, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the multiverse of Star Wars. Yeah, that's, um, that's exactly what I was thinking too. And so that's that's interesting. So I don't know when that multiverse branches off or whatever, but maybe it's just a parallel universe. Yeah, yeah. maybe it is. Um, but no, that was something that was definitely interesting uh, when it takes place. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said before, when it, when it first started filming in the very first few seconds i thought it was well before qui-gon's time so yeah i mean black and white but yeah no it it's really it's 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 awesome and like like i've said before it's great that star wars is taking this direction and just adding something additional for us to enjoy and for a different audience as well yeah i mean that's that's what star wars is about right we've said that how many times it's generational uh-huh um when George Lucas created a Phantom Menace, he created it for a different audience than than you know a New Hope, yep, or Empire Strikes Back, or blah blah blah. You know, yeah, The Return of the Jedi. Um, he talks about, or no, sorry, lost my train of thought there. Um, when he created the Phantom Menace, yeah, it was for the kids of that age, yeah, for us, yeah, basically for us, um. And and then he, you know, he created that trilogy for us. Yeah. 
as we grew up, it got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he really polished it off with uh, Return of the or no, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. And so I think Star Wars Visions is basically the exact same thing, just for a different audience. Oh yeah, it's a anime because anime is a different audience Mm -hmm. Um, but it also connects two worlds the anime world and the star wars world and i mean cool oh yeah (laughs) one one of my coworkers, um he loves anime and he loves star wars yeah and so he's probably yes he he is enjoying uh this new take um, he even thought at first, like, oh, I wonder how Star Wars is gonna gonna handle doing you know, anime. But he says it's great. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad he likes it. Yeah, me too. For and I can I can nearly guarantee if you love anime and you love Star Wars, this is gonna be awesome for you. Yeah. If you haven't watched at least the first episode of Visions, I highly recommend it. Even if you're not an anime fan, if you love Star Wars, like this is something that's just it's just great. Yeah. I I've watched the first four episodes mm-hmm. of Star Wars Visions. I'm gonna watch the I think there's nine total, so yep. the next five. Um I haven't gotten that far. I you know, I've been pretty busy with school and work, so yeah. um but yeah, it's it's been pretty interesting so far. It is. Yeah. A whole new take. It's it's great. Um but uh I mean they're very short episodes too. Which yeah. um like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, so they're not very long at all. Um, so one could easily, I guess, finish it within with two hours, I guess, would be a good time frame. Two and a half hours. I like the length of a Star Wars movie, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, you put it all together, it's a movie. Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot to take in in each episode. And they're different. I yeah. mean, you, you, you don't watch it all together and then you say, okay, episode one happened, then episode two. Yeah. They're individual stories. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Exactly. Um because with, uh, oh, I guess I won't talk about Tatooine Rhapsody just yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But, but yeah. So um, that's basically all we've got for today. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Um, and, yeah, so we, we like I said, we appreciate your, uh, your listenership and hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, always, as always, please visit bestcarbrothers.com. Fill out the survey and tell us what you liked, what you didn't, and anything else that you'd like us to say in the podcast. We'll yeah. try and get all of it in. And, yeah. Yeah, we really want you guys to be part of our show. Uh, this is not just for mine and Derek's enjoyment. I mean, part of it is, of course, but that's not only why we're here. We want to hear what you guys have to say, too, um, because we care about your what you you know your voice and also what you have to bring to the table for Star Wars. Yeah. One of the reasons that Harry and I started this podcast was because um, Harry and I have different opinions about Star Wars. Yeah. And we love talking about it and sharing opinions. And so um, we've we've given, we've given had this, this survey on our website so that more people can join in on the conversation and say, well, actually, I think this is how it should be or blah, blah, blah. Or no, Derek, you said something wrong. And this is where it was. Mm-hmm. And an- another thing that just came to my mind, 
Um, we want to hear your guys' ratings on the Star Wars films too, yeah. especially ones that we talk about and you know in that week's podcast. Because next week we will be talking about Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, which is going to be legit. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited to talk about Got it. Got a lot of homework. Uh, yes, indeed. But um, we want to hear you guys' uh, ratings, and it doesn't have to be just on Revenge of the Sith; it can be on any of the films. Yeah, and just let us know what you guys think, and we'll share your guys's ratings and you know in episodes to come. Like we'd love to hear it. Yeah. So for your for you listeners who are regular listeners to the podcast, which I hope there are at least a few out yeah. there. Oh yeah. Um, be sure to hop on to bestcarbrothers.com. dot um, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, there should be a link uh, to our website, so you can just use that link. Um, but let us know all of your you know your hot takes about anything star wars basically star wars and especially episode three revenge of the sith yeah because we're going to be talking about that next week so yeah um you have until wednesday to to enter and then uh we will get everything we'll get everything going there going yeah but like i said we appreciate your listenership hope you enjoyed today's episode and may the force be with you always Thanks for listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. Your home for Star Wars news and more. Until next week, may the Force be with you.